Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is Leslie Green as an outsourced sales manager and sales trainer. Leslie's program focuses on organic revenue growth coupled with strategies for attracting new customers. She provides the tools to enhance sales team skills and effectiveness and collaborates with management. To develop pipeline reporting mechanisms, uh, and the programs include sales rep assessments, team retreats, sales meeting uh, delivery, as well as ongoing sales coaching. Uh, Green Consulting's goal is to help develop high-performance sales organization. Uh, Green Consulting has had consulting engagements with leading Fortune 500 companies, such as Anderson LA, an RRD company, KPMG, uh, Senvio, Deloitte Consulting, Rico USA, Fast Signs Inc., New Page, big names here. Uh, and uh, so Caldwell Banker included, Discovery Science Center, other major companies across the com- country in many different industries, such as manufacturing, professional services, distribution, and real estate. Leslie's speaking experience includes many corporate engagements and keynote speeches. She offers motivational, interactive sessions for any type of sales organization, selling channels, and market verticals. If your client wants a dynamic, engaging speaker, she can be of service. We're going to have her come on and start speaking right now. Leslie, thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome, Bill. That was an awesome intro. I don't even have to say anything. I mean, right, it's good. Right. We're done, we can, right? <laughs> we, can just, we can just have some dead air now. Sit, uh, I know, I know. I'm sure that's good for your program. Sing. Right. Oh, that's good. No, I'm not singing. Yeah. I'll dance. You sing. Yeah. I appreciate the <laughs> well, intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, uh, for providing it to me. <laughs> no, it's, it's wonderful <laughs> to have you on, Leslie. I've been wanting to for a while. This is an interesting topic because people are wondering, you know, is, should I be selling right now? Is, what's going on in the sales world? Tell us a little bit about, a little bit, and fill in the blanks there on that intro, and tell us a little bit more about you and your background and what you do for folks. You bet. Thanks, Bill. So I came out of the sales environment out of college, and it's really in my with my particular perspective, it's relationship selling. So it's not a one-off. And some of the statistics are, if you don't buy a car in four days from a car dealer, you're not going to buy it. And I'm more in the world of long-term relationship selling, where you have ongoing engagements with clients, you continue to help them with their brand, with their marketing initiative. So it's more of a long-term relationship sell. And that includes building your skill set, um, understanding the client's needs and objectives, understanding their ROI and how they, how they spend money, how they make money, how they find clients. If you can understand how your client attracts their customers and you can figure out how to help them do that better, then that you will be part of their 
world and you can be a thought leader. And I know that's an overused term, but I call it the head of the dog. And so the, in a lot of the sessions I do, I have a picture of a dog and it has a tail and a head and dogs wag their tails because that's what they're bred to do. And the head of the dog is where the thought comes from. So a lot of salespeople I work with, Bill, are transactional I call them tail waggers, not in a not in a pejorative way, but they they're, they get a quote. Oh my God, I got a deal! I got a deal! Oh my God! And I want to know what what does the client need? Why are they talking to me? What do they need? Who you know? I want to learn about what's going on in the client's world, not about the opportunity. So we we don't want to be tail waggers today. We want to be consultants, which is I call the head of the dog, where the brain is in the thinking and not so reactionary. We want to be more strategic. So I help, I help any industry. I'm industry agnostic, where I help anybody, anyone sell more ideas, things, solutions, products, whatever you're selling – you and I get together and talk about, you know, who's your perfect client? What verticals are you working in? What, what's working for you? What's not working for you? And how do we improve, so to speak, your batting average? I guess baseball's coming back, which is awesome. Um, so your batting average. So, you know, baseball people work with statistics. One out of three is a good batter. So if you call on 10 people and two people talk to you, Maybe that's really good. What if we could get three people to engage? So we look at some of those statistics. I, I analyze what does it take you to sell? So it, it, this is the visual. There's a name on a piece of paper, and at the other end, is, there's money. And in between that is the sales cycle. And that can take on lots of different shapes and forms. It's certainly morphed a lot since the COVID lockdown because we've had to change how we approach people and how we sell. And how we connect. So yes, it's different. Yes, you should be selling. Yes, you need to continue at it. And you have to figure out how to be relevant now. We have to think about how to be relevant in a month or two or six. Because all I do know for sure is it's not going to stay the same. And I don't know when it's going to be better, different. Because if I did, I'd, you know, I'd be really, really rich, right? But um, <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be normal. But it might be like this for a while. So we have to figure out how to be successful now and how to be successful in September, and then how to morph a little bit more and adjust and tweak and be successful in October, November. So how do you engage with clients? What's worked for you before? What can you do now? What's, what's a way to add value? Um, we have to focus on helping our clients, um, wh which means, in my mind, it's about caring for them right now and not selling and a lot of people mm -hmm. I work with are really good salespeople, but they have to be a little more of a psychologist today and a little more of a friend because people are struggling. I had a sales meeting at one of my clients, um, Zoom, and then <clears throat> some live people. I mean, people that were live in the room. <laughs> um, and, and I said, they don't, the clients we have don't care about our problems. We've all taken a financial hit. Everybody in that room had, and the clients don't care. We have got to put all of that on the back burner. I said, find someone else to be your, your psychologist. We have to be focused on the clients. How are you doing? How can we help you? Do we send a Starbucks card? Do we send a thank you card? Do we reach out? Do we send a story? Do we send a case study? We have to focus on them, even though we are struggling and we're trying to figure, you know, find our way, our clients 
should not have to hear about it and do not care. So, and I'm not saying that they normally care, but that we have to really put their needs and concerns ahead of ours personally, not just business, you know, focus. So it's an yeah, interesting yeah, it's time for salespeople. It's a very interesting yeah. time. And, and uh, that yeah. I have so many questions. We don't have enough time. I have so many questions. But mm-hmm. uh, one of those questions would be, you know, the salesperson, uh, and I've been in sales for a long time, and I know a lot of young salespeople yeah. come in, and they get a phone call, and like you said, they, the tail starts wagging, and their first thought is, what yeah. did I just make? <laughs> and, and, of course, the veteran is going, you just didn't make anything because you didn't close anything. You just got a call. You know, this is, this is just the beginning. Now, the owner right. of the business is thinking of the long long-term value of that customer if they're smart, right? They're not thinking about this yeah. transaction. They're thinking about what is a right. customer worth to me, and they should know that. Um, and in this day and age, people are looking for revenues of any type to come in. But like you said, um, the messaging, you're me- you have to be very careful with your messaging. This is a great time to lay seeds for a relationship that will endure right. into good times, <clears throat> right? Now, a lot yes. of people are wondering, well, okay, well, w- how do I message right now? You just laid it out beautifully. You message that, what do you need? How can we help? What can we do for you? Um, at what point do you do we start saying, by the way, we do have a product here as well. Can we? When can we start a relationship? When do you think that will occur? Right. Um, well, you mean with the new dynamic, or you mean anytime? Because <clears throat> I think you can you can still get that done today. I think what you have to figure out is, and this is what I tell a lot. Um, you know, I'm tell, I still have some clients, which is awesome, but um, <laughs> um, who are still. I know, I know, and, and a lot of the salespeople I I know are not going to make it because they've taken away their salaries. You know, so it's been very financially challenging. But anyway, I've probably still got 50 salespeople instead of 200. Okay, so that. But what what I what I'm telling them is, you have to figure out how your client's business is doing and how you can help them how you can help them succeed and remain because if we can we can either be you know and some of the tax people are doing tax planning i've got a client that's a tenant a tenant rep so can you help your clients figure out how to get the rebate from the government can you consult with them about how to cut down their office size when they bring people back, can you consult because you're an expert in that tenant space and your clients are not experts. They're, were, they're attorneys or accountants. They don't know. And, and one, um, this guy who's a tenant rep is also working with new people who are going to bring manufacturing back to the, the state. So that's a new vertical for him. But he's helping his current clients navigate the current time. So he becomes a resource and a consultant but he's not selling anything. What he's really doing is selling his brain and his, his consulting services and his experience, which people will remember in a few months when they really need to move or downsize or you know have an office. So you've got to be thinking as a sales rep, what's, what, what's impacting my client? Well, we know it's impacting it. How's it impacting it? How can I help them get to the other side? What, what do I bring to that party? Um, a party of a Zoom or a party of a phone call, um, what do I bring to it that helps them continue on? Because then you become part of their team and you're not selling. You're using your experience and your ideas to help your client. And we have to – so so 
answering one of your questions you haven't asked yet, Bill. It's an excellent time to plan. It's an excellent time to do strategy. It's an excellent time to do research on the Internet when you're stuck at home and you're not driving in traffic in Southern California. <laughs> so mm-hmm, this right. is a time to do different things, and I would be I would look at new verticals. What verticals are busy? How can I help them? Right. What verticals do I have? One of my clients is in travel. Wait for it. Cruises. Okay. So they are very quiet, but they're working on a marketing to get people who are frequent cruisers to come back. So there's a play there, but it's different than it was three months ago. So you have to think, what are my, what are my industries I'm working with? What are they, where do they need help? How do I help? And then it'll turn into a better relationship. Which will stand right. the time, test of time, right? So we have yeah, to be really yeah. – we have to – I would – yeah, I would sit down and do a, a new business plan, a new sales plan. I'd look at every account I have and, and do, a, do a, a needs assessment on my own in the comfort of my you know, family room. And then I would see if I could engage with the client and say, I've come up with you know, what I think is going on. Let's talk about that. How are you – people want to talk on the phone, Bill, besides your show – very, 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 um, very interesting because a lot of the sales reps I know have been surprised at how willing their clients are to talk on the phone, just chat. They're not as right. busy. I think people are lonely, which they don't want to admit, but they are. And so they want to chat. So maybe you say, you know what, I'm working on, I've been thinking about you, Barbara, and I want to talk about how I can help you. Here's what I think. Tell me what's right, and let's talk about what I can bring to the party for you next month and the month after, and and see if you can come up with a, a plan where you help them navigate through all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, and you and become think, you a know, resource a of, instead of a sales rep. I, I think a lot of people out there would probably love to do that, but they just don't know what to say, and they know they're in some cases, you know, and I've had a lot of client conversations, and some of them are fantastic. They're doing well. Things are great. Others are kind of awkward. You know, they're just like, you know what, well, we've laid off a bunch of people. Things aren't going so well. Uh, You know, I don't know what to do. And at that point, the question is, well, what can I say that's going to make them feel better? And what you're saying is, well, figure it out. Figure out what, what you can say. But we've all been in those awkward situations where we say, you know, um, if there's anything I can do, well, that's not good enough. That really, it's, you're you're better off saying, here's one thing I might be able to do for you if, if I'm hearing you correctly. Yes, and I think what what also salespeople can do, if you have a story, well, my other client, you know, I really I really understand and I appreciate the struggle you're having. You have to acknowledge what they're saying first. Then you say another client of mine put together a business plan moving forward that that incorporated or encompassed the new reality you have. This is Barbara still. And so I know you ha- you're going to have your revenues down in half and you're going to lay people off, which is bad. Let's talk about what does that look like when you have half as much revenue and half as many clients and half the employees. I'm not in HR for sure, so that's not my deal. And I know you have people who who can speak on that. But let's talk about how do I how do I help my clients sell to their clients that are left. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I do, Bill, is I help people figure yeah. out what to say, how to do it, how to build a sales plan, how to execute, how to stay on 
on on track, how to stay focused, how to be accountable, and that word gets way overused in sales. But I'm going to call you up and say, okay, what'd you do this week? You said you were going to do that. You didn't. What about next week? And so we talk about it. What are you doing? How's it going? I am a personal trainer for salespeople. You want to work on your swing. You want to work on sit-ups. I want to work on sales activity. So that's what we're going to talk about the whole time. I don't, you know, I go into companies. I don't work there. I'm not working on personnel. I'm not working on pricing. I'm not working on workflow. I'm working on sales activity. That's all. How are we going to sell more? How am I going to engage my clients? How do I become a resource instead of a salesperson? And I love salespeople. Today, we have to be a resource and a, an advocate focused on them, not on our product or service. Have to. So I've I think it's, it's the, really – what? I'm, I was going to say I've never heard the term used before, but I'm thinking intentional empathy, you know, go, uh, being Absolutely. empathetic with, a, with, a, with an intention to help. Um, and uh, I was going to say strategic empathy, but that just sounds terrible. Um, so uh, an intentional uh, empathy uh, position with your clients, uh, it take, that would take a lot of thought. So that's, that's why you're here. Right, uh, Leslie, to help right. us do that thinking and, and figure that stuff out with your incredible brain. So let's talk about how do you, how do you help salespeople and sales teams become more successful once they're once they're on a track. Let's say we're, we're in better times. Yeah, um, good good question. So let's let's say we know who our perfect client is, which a lot of people do not, which is a whole nother dynamic and who's your perfect client. Um, you know, you and I are both improvisers and it's, you know, call me when that's an excellent way to say, who am I, who am I really looking for? Who buys what I sell? Who would, would get value out of what I bring to this, this sales, you know, business party, if you will. So what we talk about is who's, you know, who's my prospect? How's my, the things I do in, in, in sessions are three ways, two ways to grow your business. More business from existing clients and new clients. Right now, it's harder to get new clients because you can't engage as much as you could before. Networking, referrals, all that. So let's talk about more business from existing. The other thing I like to talk about is within that pie, it's, it's more business from existing, winning back lost customers, and new accounts. So every sales rep and every business ought to have that as part of their business plan Somebody's managing winning back lost customers. That's attrition. Somebody's going to go away. Why? Okay, they went out of business. They lost their funding. They shut down their office and everybody's working from home. You know, I could come up with a bunch of reasons. The other piece of that pie is um, growing existing. Excuse me. What else do they buy that I sell? What else? How else can I insert myself? What's their spend? What's their budget? So let's say we talk about my tenant rep. Maybe they have three offices and he's only talking to the one in Orange County and he could be talking to the one in Sacramento and Texas. So he's not thinking about a, a more of a global brand. He's focused super uh, local, right? So that may be one way to upsell. And that would become a business plan. We would identify this, this attorney has three different offices. Okay, what is the pursuit plan to go after those other offices? And we build a plan. And then I help that person execute and deliver the plan, over time. And then the, the third quadrant of that is winning new customers. How do I attract people 
into my world that will engage and talk to me so I can share my ideas, what they need, and we can build a relationship around that. And that's the third part of that three-legged stool, if you will. So today I think it's harder to do that third one with new business. Not impossible. You've got to be really good on Zoom. Yeah, you've got to be able to work LinkedIn like nobody. You've got to be able to put out some information that's compelling and interesting that people want to say, oh, oh, that's a good story. You're helping this person. I want to know that too. I will talk to you for two minutes because I want to learn what you're talking about. It's got to be something that helps them about them, not about you, right? So that's the – and the, the intentional empathy, I love that because – Salespeople don't necessarily operate that way. We're right. looking for where's my deal? How do I close it right? And then I'll make money. But now it has to be, I think we have to lead with how are you doing? What's it like to have, you know, homeschooling? <laughs> how are you working in between that? You know, what's going on? How can I help you? Those are different yeah. open ended questions than normal. And, and like you said, people have time. They love to hear about that. Now, you have a, a, a program coming up, and we're going to have to move on in just a second, Leslie, but I want to make sure we get this okay. in. It. A sales reentry strategy, are you ready? A new program to get your company and your reps back into the relationship selling mode. Uh, is that right. something that you're offering? Um, is it going to be an online course, or is it uh, something that you're offering, and how do people um, sign up for it? They go to my website, which I know you'll talk about. Um, it is it is online based with Zoom calls and live phone calls, so it's a combination. We will do weekly connections, and I will help people. It could be a, a group sales meeting, it could be individual, it can be any combination therein. So I work with teams, I work with individuals who need help with sales structure and moving forward, and they want someone to be their little sales manager person, right? I'm just a coach. How are you doing? What are you working on? What Now what? It's always, there's my biggest question, now what? Now what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And this gal I met yesterday, she said, I'm working on LinkedIn. I said, how's it going? She goes, I'm not getting anything back. I said, now what are you going to do? She says, I don't know. I said, well, there you go. Let's talk about now what? Now what? What are you going to do to move the ball? Yeah, right. Now what are you going to do? Oh, I got a meeting. Okay, now what? I got a quote. Now what? I got a proposal. Okay, well, now what? And it's all about closing it and maintaining that relationship over and over again, right? <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Leslie, it's always great to have you on the show. The, the website, ladies and gentlemen, is greenconsulting.com, spelled G-R-O-E-N-E. So G-R-O-E-N-E, consulting.com. And uh, it's fascinating to talk with you, and we've, I think we've set up our next three or four interviews just in this interview. So, unfortunately, I need to take off today, but thank you so much. Really been a pleasure. Thank you. I, I, I took about three pages of notes. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it, Bill. Good to talk to you. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 